0: and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. An amnesis, noun, the recollection or remembrance of the past, reminiscence. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. My name is Zan and I'm your GM. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. It's finally time to return to the surface, but it wouldn't be a ninth world ruins if there wasn't something perilous blocking their path out. Bodies are looted, pictures are contemplated and found family lends a hand. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrun and Jory finally make their way out.
1: Oh, Locra, um, about the uh, bodies. Yes. They should probably be, you know, well taken care of. Unless there is a reason for something else
0: to be done with them, I plan on tending to them the same way I have with any other explorer or intruder that has passed while in these hallways.
2: That sounds good.
1: I think maybe, uh, should we swing back and, and I hate the word loot, but should we check to make sure there's nothing important in their pockets? Eh?
2: Probably. Okay.
1: It won't take but a minute. Maybe, um, see, now I've gone all sappy because I feel terrible. One of them probably has a kid out there and they've got a picture of the kid in their pocket and we should take it. And I I don't, I don't know.
2: Look, if they're getting into this line of work when they have kids at home, that's kind of on them. Maybe that's a little cold of me, but so it goes.
3: No, it's reasonable. You get into a line of work that you know is dangerous. There's an expectation that you might
1: not come home.
3: Hmm. So
1: it is. Sure, Smorin, sure. Uh, We're going to circle back to that at some point. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm going to go check their pockets real quick. It, It won't take me but two minutes. Somebody's welcome to join if you'd like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll come with. You
0: take all the time you need. I have other things to see to before I take care of them. Uh I will probably not see you again before you leave this area. So the best of luck to you in your search. And if you ever do come back this way,
1: please pay a visit.
2: Yeah, stay safe.
1: Oh, before I forget, I pull out of my bag... One alive and one dead fungi sample that I have had since very early Lagom. Goodness gracious, how is it still alive? It's still written on my sheet as alive, so... <laughs>
3: okay, cool. I really hope that Jory has just been absent-mindedly, accidentally, secretly. Every night, just mists it, like, <laughs> opens up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's in, like, a little terrarium vial. She just opens and... <laughs>
0: Feeds a little bit of
1: biomatter. Yeah.
3: It, um,
1: there you go. I also have a little water sample from a cistern, so it says. So uh, why don't you take all of it? That seems like a thing you might make use of. Thank you. Uh, yep, no problem.
0: I will add this to the list of things that I can begin to study. Hmm.
2: Best of luck to you.
1: But your ciphers never malfunction. Hmm. Ah, very practical goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, we'll see you again. I'm sure. Soon. Or... Later, but we'll see you.
0: You're not very good at goodbyes. I'm really
1: not. Either. I'm going to go into the other room now. Toodaloo. <laughs>
0: Tana kind of just like nods along, like, still don't trust you, but thanks. And walks out. Unless anyone else is lingering. Do you want to search their bodies? I will. Let's go,
3: loot. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like, Jory, I can be the one who goes through each of their wallets or similar so
1: you don't have to see pictures um no i want to i want to get stronger as a person and i feel like looking in the face of um of somebody who we may have hurt will be good for my soul i mean you can help Uh,
3: but i'll be very honest with you i don't think it's going to do what you think it's going to do it will probably just make you feel worse
1: Just just, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll let you take the first dive, and then if you find (laughs) innocuous things, I can I can pick through them. How about that?
3: Agreed. Smallrinn goes to Raven first, kind of settles herself next to Raven, and starts going through her pockets.
0: Raven has go ahead and roll me a D twenty. Twelve. Twelve shins. Twelve shins. Three ciphers, and you find an artifact on her belt. It kind of almost looks like two magnets, almost like like round disks of metal that are on either side, kind of like placed at her hip, but connected through a bunch of wires and cables that kind of like attach on either side of her belt. And rather than make you roll for this, I will say that between Tana and Jory, and even Locker, if you go back to ask, this is an artifact that gives you the ability to fly a long distance once per day.
3: Whoa. Wow. That's cool. Well, we're keeping that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: So a long distance is about 100 feet, so... Good to know. That's cool. You tried to see if there's any sort of cipher or item or anything that was allowing her to make those energy attacks, but again, that seemed to be something inherent to her as a person.
3: Mm. Do I find any personal effects? Is there anything that isn't purely kind of useful?
0: She has a bunch of different alchemy supplies. Less, you think that she could probably have created poison the way you do, but it looks more like utilitarian, I guess, than that. Less, less harmful. She has in her coin purse a small pebble with something etched into it. Looks like, kind of like a sun, but with like some more detail on it. Personal effect of some sort. Other than that, most of what she has on her seems to be Crafting supplies seems to be based more on what she could do and what she was able to bring with her to make that stuff happen.
3: No family pictures. I think you're safe, <laughs> Jory. Oh,
1: thank you. So, who would we like to loot next? How about the angry one, the big angry one?
2: Yeah, works for me. Big, big fella.
0: Someone, go ahead and roll me a d twenty. See how many shins.
1: I will go for it. Thirteen.
0: Thirteen shins. Delightful.
1: Done and done.
0: Zerk has no weapons. Well, no, that's not true.
3: Zerk is bristling with weapons.
0: <laughs> no. Zerk does have a hand crossbow, but you never saw him use it at all in this fight. So if you'd like a hand crossbow, you can take that. Doesn't have any ciphers, oddly enough.
1: Just tentacles. And in,
0: right. And you. so you look a little bit closer at that and... You see, kind of on his back, there looks to be almost kind of like jetpack style, the origin of all of these metallic threads that serve both as armor and weapon. Hmm. This is tendril armor that will give you two armor and also allow you to make short range attacks with it. Neat. That is very neat.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, somebody could make use of this. Bit bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: gonna put it
3: on. Yep,
1: <laughs> uh, I will. I will stow it for the time mm-hmm. being. Okay. Um, sure.
0: And again, this is a, this is an artifact okay. rather than a cipher, mm-hmm. so it, is, it has a depletion, but not a one use, and it's done. Okay. Right. And then, does anyone take a look at Amiri?
2: I'll take a look at Amiri, and we'll roll d twenty three.
0: Three shins. Yay. Amiri did have a sword that they had been using, but Falco had ran back and grabbed it before Mm. running out. Gotcha. They do have a dagger as well, just a mundane Mm -hmm. dagger. Two ciphers and kind of looking through their personal effects. Mm -hmm. You do find a hologram style picture. Mm -hmm. It looks like what you assume is a father and two children. Sure. Looking at it a little more clearly, you can tell that it is a younger version of Amiri and Falco.
2: Oh. Oh, crap.
1: Glad you got that one.
2: (laughs) Hey, y'all, Falco's gonna be... Falco's coming for us. I'm just saying, we probably should have finished that particular job.
3: I don't think we were able to.
2: I know. We gotta... We got to get moving out of town quick.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I will make sure that they all uh, look comfortable um, Mm -hmm. in their decease. Pennies on the eyes, all that. (laughs) Shins on the eyes. Shins on the eyes.
3: (laughs) Uh, Smallren is going to go scoop up that dagger that uh, that Nehemiah found on Amiri. Mm Mm-hmm i toss it to you.
0: It is fairly, like I said, mundane. It does have the initials AE carved into them. Add it to the collection.
1: Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but is there anything else we need before we trickle out? I don't think so. Okay. Whew. I could stand to see the sky.
0: I would agree. I've not
1: been here a whole lot
0: longer than you, but even still, it's been... Um...
1: It's been a, a time down
0: I here. I
2: say, I feel like it's been a couple of months or something.
1: No, oh, I don't even know if it's night or day. Anybody else? I'm
2: not tired yet, so it's probably day. Mm. All right.
1: You
0: gather the last of your things and start heading back towards the entrance, mm-hmm. making your way back through all of the different rooms you explored the Shin Factory, <laughs> the Synth Factory. Mm hmm. And then, depending on what route you take, you end up back in the room that has the large spinning wheel that has different maps of the area and where you picked up on your first information about this space. Mm. As you step into this room, you hear a growl. No. Animalistic growl. Coming in from the outside you see a very large, I could say cat-like, but that would really not give the features of this animal justice. Its face is like a starfish with a strange, pincing maw of teeth at the center and an eye at each of the points of the stars.
3: I heard it. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't like this at
0: all.
2: Hey, I don't hey, like hey, this is it, Out of curiosity, uh, did we have a chance yes. to, to to do a 10 minute rest before this moment? Yes. Okay. yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. The fur, maybe, not quite fur, but it's also kind of moves almost the way you would imagine like a crystal or glass, like chandelier to move, the way that it refracts the light. But the fur on this creature, as it moves, sometimes you almost completely lose sight of it as it like perfectly camouflages refracts the light around it to keep you from being able to see it full head on
2: thanks i hate it dot gif
3: so you said we heard a growl does it appear to be moving towards us
1: yes yes it does <laughs> it's a lamprey leopard yeah basically mm-hmm. um what does it want
2: I don't suppose I know what this thing is or have encountered something like it before.
0: In seeing it, I will say that it is reminiscent of some of the bite marks you saw on the body that you originally found in Mm. like one of the first rooms you went into where there was a nest, a den for some sort of large hunting style animal. At the time, no one was really able to put two and two together with like what this might be or what this could have been done by. But looking at it now, it's clearly, oh yes, that is what did this. And this is called a null cat
2: cool cool cool
0: all right um you do know that null cats hunger for both energy and flesh they are hunters and will and need like meat to survive however they also need to drain the energy from various technological elements in order to keep their camouflage mm-hmm. running
2: i'm going to make a play and we're going to see how this goes yeah i take out the soapstone that turns everything, it touches green for 30
0: seconds.
2: (laughs) And it's like, hey, you want it? You want it? Go get it. And I just throw it like away from us.
0: It came in the hallway from the outside where like number one is. Sure. Um, And you guys approached from the west side. So you throw it down the east hallway. Yep. Just like, go get it. Yep. (laughs) I'll call this a social interaction. Cool, (laughs) Um, I'll take
2: it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, because it, that that is what it is. Uh, yeah. This is also probably a good idea. But this is going to be I'm going to say persuasion, animal,
2: yeah, handling
0: style thing. Uh, it is a level seven. This is not a, a not a nice beast. No,
2: it's not. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and burn an intellect point to get some effort onto that. That gets me two points, and we're gonna roll and see Ooh. failure with a six.
0: You throw it and it kind of looks and, and follows it, uh-huh. but then kind of like just turns back and growls at you again. And as the null cat takes another step towards you, you hear snickering, you hear laughing,
2: shin spinners.
0: And in this moment, you just hear tiny little skittering footsteps coming from every possible. Area from the hallways, from vents that you didn't know were there, <laughs> from little doorways that somehow open out of nowhere, and shin spinners are just appearing everywhere. They're here to defend their family. Yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the real family was the
3: shin spinners we found along the, along the way. way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you will have to get through one round with this in order to get past it, but other than that, the shin spinners will take care of it. The shin spinners all descend upon this null cat. Some of them like grabbing at its fur and pulling at it, like jumping on top of it and pulling at its eye stalks, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, like grabbing onto its legs and just trying to like shaking, throwing things at it, crafting little bombs and like, like tossing it towards them.
2: I am 100%, 100% travels. just
3: picturing the, the Ewok fights from <laughs> Star Wars.
0: There it
2: is. There it is.
0: Not unlike that. So I am gonna have everyone roll initiative. Cool. Okay,
2: Whew.
1: okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> just got chills. Four, five. Four. Two. <laughs> Holy cow,
0: y'all. Ooh. We're not. Doing oh woof. Wolf. Well. Woof. well um, uh, big woof. You all even go after the shin spinners. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're little, they're quick, that's fine.
0: Yeah. We're a little overwhelmed by seeing
3: them rush to our defense like this. Yep. I'm, I'm picturing literally that kind of like anime moment with all of us just standing there, like arms down at our sides, kind of hunched posture with our mouths hanging wide open and like the kind of blank eyed stare. Mm-hmm. All of us in a row
0: doing that. The null cat goes first. So it's going to be the null cat, although overwhelmed by the amount of shin spinners that have descended upon it still senses that the greatest source of both meat and technology are the five of you and takes a couple of steps towards you. Anyone who has an artifact of any kind, Mm -hmm. you need to roll for depletion on it.
2: Ooh, mine is a one in 20. I've got the thunder vocalizer.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll a d20 then.
2: 14, we're good.
0: Okay.
3: Technically, my sonic blade is an artifact, but it doesn't have any depletion information, at least on my sheet.
0: Yep, give me a second. One in 20. Okay, 15. Okay, very good. And then you'll have a d100 for the artifact you pick up from Raven. Mm-hmm. 64. Solid. Jory.
1: Let's do the tendril armor that I just did. So d100 and 75. Okay. Okay. And my staff. Yep. Actually, do I roll that? I don't have it currently.
0: Oh. Oh, that's true. I have it.
1: I mean, I can keep it in my inventory, but.
0: um, Yeah, no, no, but you're right. Um, I'll I'll still have you you roll it, Jory. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And what is the depletion on that?
1: D20, which I rolled a six.
0: None of those get immediately depleted. But you do feel them vibrate with this invisible field of of energy that the Null Cat seems to have. Who would have entered the room first? Who would have been closest? Nehemiah? Probably Nehemiah. Yeah. All right, so the, the Null Cat is going to then lunge at you and try to bite you with that strange star shaped mouth. Thanks, I hate it. That's going to be a speed defense level seven. Whew.
2: All right, I'll spend a point and get some effort. And I am not trained in that. So we roll. 18 for a success. (laughs) Effort brought the required number down to a 15.
0: Amazing. (sighs) Because you spent two levels of effort, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice job. Mm -hmm. It lunges at you and tries to take a bite out of your leg and you sidestep or jump. What do you do to get out of the way?
2: It is a sword spear is out and it as it's lunging towards me, I just hold the handle of it and it wraps its mouth around and I just like. Bounce it off onto the ground.
0: And it kind of like skids to the side. Shin spinners go flying and they wrap themselves back around trying to keep it from getting at you mm-hmm. again. That is the Nettle Cat's turn. Each of you can do something here if you would like. Or you can simply start to make your escape.
3: I think Smallrin's just going to vanish. Uh, she is in no shape to fight with anything. So she's going to vanish and then use that cover to head for the main entrance. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: uh, similarly, I think I'm going to try my best to grab Tana and Nehemiah and also head that way.
0: You grab onto Tana's arm and start pulling her with you. You kind of like make the motion to Nehemiah, let's mm-hmm. get out of here.
2: Nehemiah looks at the heavy crossbows. Like I don't want to risk that with all of our family on there. So Nehemiah will keep up a defensive position and kind of start backing out of the room with them.
0: Okay, Brex, for once, does not seem to be immediately thrown into dark visor mode. Mm-hmm. And. Also, starts making their way towards the door rather than fully engaging immediately. And you start to make your way quickly back down the hallway out towards the cliffside. And you can hear the screeching of this null cat and the chittering shrieks of shin spinners start to fade behind you. Mm <laughs> hmm and you see near the end of the hallway, as again, it starts to shift from that metal, triangular shape at the bottom into stone and dirt. And at the far end, you see sunlight. Not full sunlight, it is evening. You can start to see shadows kind of elongating along the rocks in the canyon. Mm -hmm. Sunlight nonetheless. Tana looks up at the sky. I really thought I was never going to see the outside again. I assumed I was going to die down there. Thank you. Of course.
2: Yeah.
1: (sighs) I tell you, you you don't realize that you hadn't been breathing fresh air until you get out in it, and it feels so different. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: There's something strangely musty about ruins. Mm. Perfectly fine to breathe the air, but it's just a little more claustrophobic than you'd like.
2: A little bit. Now we just got to get back up.
0: You remember that it took you nearly half a day to make your way down here, and it is probably 5 or 6 o'clock right now. Again, starting to be dark, but not fully sunset yet. Would you like to start now, uh, to get to the top of the ledge as quickly as possible, though feasibly traveling through the dark? Or would you like to go part way and find a ledge to camp on, or stay here for the evening? How would you like to proceed?
2: I say we either go ahead and do it or we stay here. I don't like the idea of camping midway up and down.
1: If we but can that, avoid it. That thing beh- behind us in the thing with the things. I'm with
3: Jory and with Nehemiah. I think that we should try to do the whole ascent tonight. Mm-hmm. I okay. don't like our chances if we try to stay overnight now that the null cat has noticed us. That's fair.
1: Also, maybe um if Falco's still lingering around it might give us more cover. That's true. Maybe. Actually, I'm surprised we didn't just get ambushed. Now I'm nervous.
2: Well, we roughed them up pretty bad. It's going to take a bit for them to recover too, so. All right, up we go.
0: You find the holds for the climbing equipment that you had left behind and start getting back into your various harnesses and the like.
2: Mm -hmm. I triple check the harnesses as we're going through. Yep.
0: All of the ropes, all of the knots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everything seems to be in good working order. Tana has one with her. She had to get down here some way, so she does have climbing equipment with her. It is not as high quality as yours, but it is not in danger of breaking or snapping or anything like that. It's just, it looks hand-me-down, a little bit older, and you start
1: your ascent. hmm Who has the mask right now? Nehemiah does. Yes, okay. I do.
2: I should... Put that in my inventory.
1: <laughs> Whee!
0: Thank you so much for listening to episode 95 of Imprinted Echoes and Amnesis. As always, if you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website, imprintedechoes.com. On our website, you can find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store, as well as our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And on that note, I would like to thank Rin, Zvani, and Two Nerds in a Pod for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about the show. Of course, you can find our hosts on Twitter as well myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran and Bridget at Really Bridget. And be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope you'll be back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Alex Berkowitz. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre.